Welcome one and all to another episode of Fresh New Hell, Common People Discussing Uncommon Ideas. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary, and in this one we are going to be discussing the HBO Max um, premiere of the Friends reunion. So, uh, spoiler alerts if you've not watched this already. I mean, I don't know if there are or not, since it's it's not a new episode, it's not a new, it's not a movie. It's just kind of a rehash of uh, all the moments and the cast members and all that stuff. So, but uh, Mary, what'd you what'd you think? I don't know if you can really spoil it since it's been out so long. <laughs> well, tr- uh, you're yeah. true, but yeah. I mean, like, I guess if there's any spoilers, there might be some behind the scenes stories oh, or things sure. like that. You know that it was awesome. I'm so glad they did a reunion. I wish all shows would do a reunion, just like mm-hmm. you know, high school. You should have to have do a 20 year reunion as part of your contract. I mean, if it was a if it was a really big and notable show yeah, like Friends sure. was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the one hit wonders in the <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean. The three so. season pilot is easy. Yeah, happen, but, um, yeah. But something the, like this is yeah. big. Yeah, for sure. Something that was huge. Yeah, it was it's, great. Yeah, it is funny. Like you, like you mentioned, it's kind of one of those things that, uh, like my, I have um, nieces and nephews that are, you know, again, late teens or early twenties. Actually, actually, early twenties, and uh, you know, they're into Friends, which oh, is yeah, so, which is so it, like crazy the to me. Elementary and junior high, like it's a thing mm. again, which is wild. Yeah, because I remember, you know, we talked about this off mic when the series premiered. I mean, yeah. I remember seeing that first episode, and I'm like, all right. I mean, I can. I mean, and I seen the promo commercials, and I was actually kind of excited for the show, just because. I mean, it's you yeah. know, New York, and you know, again, I'm from, I'm originally from New York, and those are age anything. Yeah, too. and it was just kind of a, a thing, and then uh, that first episode, I was like. I, I enjoyed it, but I was hoping that it was going to, you know, and again, all obviously knowing that characters need to develop and they sure. got established you know, plot lines and all that stuff. And obviously it completely delivered and obviously went on for 10 years. So. Yeah, I feel like it did okay. Like it was. It did real. <laughs> it did. It did more. It did more than okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the funny yeah. thing, I've forgotten so many of the cameos that were on there. That was the neat thing about mm-hmm. the reunion is it definitely, it highlighted all the people that, that came on. You know, Tom Selleck was on there. Brad Pitt was on there. Right. I completely had forgotten about Paul Rudd. They yeah, well, there were cameos. Yeah, there were cameos, and there were people that were actual like guest stars, or people yeah. that were on multiple episodes, like you said, like Giovanni Ribisi. And oh yeah, and Tom I Selleck mean, was on a lot. He was yeah. on a lot too, and Paul Rudd, towards yeah. the later seasons, was in a lot of those episodes. Yeah, so I've um, forgotten about yeah. all of that. Yeah, and Michael Rapaport. I mean, there were lots: yeah. Julia Roberts, Brad Pitt, John yeah. Claude Van Damme, who they didn't oh, even I talk about. Oh, I forgot about that too. He yeah. was in there. I mean, Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went on. I mean, it's probably a longer list. You know, Bruce Willis was yeah. on there. There's probably a longer list. They didn't even mention him. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was that was fun. But it was it was it was great to see the the cast members. And it's you know, and again, it's 17 years later, and obviously people are going to change. But it was interesting to see, you know, not to to, to bash anybody at all, because I mean, again, everybody's going to age. But it was different. It was interesting to see how you know some cast members turned out. I mean, at least currently, and yeah, versus definitely. others, you know, in in good and bad ways. I'm not going to say anything really negative, but no, no. But I feel like it was very similar to a high school reunion where you got to kind of reconnect with your group of friends. Like weirdly, you know, I, I think some of the the interviews that they did in the behind the scenes on this reunion, they were talking to um, just regular people out in the world, and they were saying how friends had impacted their life. It gave a meaning to their life. They were in a dark time, and they were the these people were their actual friends. And I think it just highlights um, kind of how blurry those lines get for people where a lot of people, I think, really think they're their friends. Yeah. Like where you have kind of an ownership when you've had a show on for 10 years, you sat with these people every week Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you like to see kind of the the full circle of how everybody turned out. 
Yeah, well, there's, everybody yeah. got older. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's oh, the for, bottom line. Oh, for sure, for sure. Nothing but, you can do. But about I mean, it that is... was part of it for me also, just to see you know all the cast members yeah. together, and then you know. I, mean, well, I think they had said that was like only the second time they had all been together in, in the same room and yeah. all that time exactly. And you know, and the other thing about the uh, um, interviewing fans, what was interesting too is you know there are fans all over the world, you know, Everybody. literally all over the world. Telling these, uh, you know, not similar but somewhat similar stories yeah. of, you know, loneliness or or uh, struggle or depression or any of those things, and and how friends, you know, again, and even people just, you know, celebrities like David Beckham pointing out, just it was something. If I was feeling low, I'd watch this particular episode or probably any episode, and I'd laugh. You know, yeah. I just it would just take me away from whatever was well, you know, irking me at that time. The other thing he said too is like if he was traveling, it was on in every country, and that was well, the other that thing too. when. Yeah, you know, it's it everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. But it is funny to think like when we were watching the show originally that we would have to wait that week. And it was a big deal. And I remember setting oh, aside right. time like, hey, Friends is going to be on Thursday at, night. Thursday night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, making sure that I had that time or, you know, set my VCR to record <laughs> record it. And I watched I did record many episodes even after it aired. And I think they were reruns or summer yeah. or whatever it may be. And I watched those things all the time. I mean, I would really have to say it's probably number one on my list in terms of tv shows yeah for sure and it, it's one that you will always watch like if you yeah. have the opportunity to watch it it's it on, is one of those oh, things yeah, i'll throw it on i would say it's probably comparable to like i don't know maybe i was trying to think of something that would have been like it like maybe mash how you always watch mash if mash is on or like yeah, or seinfeld or those or, or maybe you know i don't you know, know maybe it'll end yeah. up being that oh for sure seinfeld yeah it's yeah, definitely the exactly. same genre as that but but it is funny because you're right and even if it shows up just randomly there's some things like if it shows up on like a tnt or something yeah you know you you just watch it, you know, even though, you know, you like, I mean, I have it on, well, obviously it's you on HBO it, yeah, Max. Exactly. I, ha- I had it on DVD when it was on DVD. Yeah. So I have those. So, um, but it is funny when you're like, it could be late at night and you're like, I'm watching this and I'm enjoying it, but yeah. it's like, I could watch this anytime I want. Why am I watching it now? And it just exactly. so happens, like it feels special because it. it just happened to magically pop up, even though mm-hmm. it's not magical because it's in the schedule, I'm sure for the channel, probably still, every night yeah. it shows up and Nick at Night or any of those types of channels, so or classic TV. Oh now yeah, or there's probably like TBS or something. Where it's it comes every, on every, it's every, night. it's yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, or TBS, TBS mm-hmm. for sure. So, but yeah, you feel compelled <laughs> to yeah. sit down and watch, and you also know it's only going to be like 22 minutes, so it's not like it's well, the thing I taking up is your it's life. It's like a combo of different episodes. Like it's very similar to a Seinfeld where it's three or four episodes combined, where it might be. Oh, there's different stories, um, a, a, B, and yeah, C stories. Naked yeah. guy's apartment, and they discovered that. Uh, you know, Chandler and Monica were together. Like, it's always like a bunch of different things, but it was very yeah. fun to watch. Also, in the reunion, they highlighted a bunch of those episodes, and it was funny to watch where they didn't even remember. They're like, yeah, oh, remember literally. when we threw the ball and couldn't yeah. drop it? And he's like, I didn't do that. And like, yeah, literally, David you Schwimmer. didn't. Yeah. yeah, David Schwimmer didn't even recall the episodes. Crazy. No and again, when you're doing an episode a week for 10 years straight, yeah. I'm sure they could all become, you know, the storylines and, and all the episodes become very blurry all at once. And, and going back, you know, it's 17 years ago, but you yeah. think like, I mean, for me, I mean, I remember that Ross. Come on, yeah, like, exactly. like, dude, I remember. Yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, you know, the question I had for me was like, because you know, Jennifer Aniston had asked, you know, what kind of was it a Nerf ball? She didn't actually ask what the ball was, but she mentioned mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, when you see it, it's a small soccer ball. Not yeah. that that matters. That's trivia, I guess. But you know, it's just kind of totally random. But what I was going to say about watching it naturally when it first came out versus today, you know, again, it was on Netflix for a long time. The series was. And I knew so many people that would just binge watch it. Right. And I knew a lot of people that would just put it on, like if they were doing house cleaning or oh, whatever. Yeah, it's they just, just background, just background mm-hmm. noise. It was crazy. Yeah. You know, so it was a, 
a very big um, coup for HBO uh, Max or HBO to get it on their oh, their, imagine, their yeah. channel. Is a big. I don't know what they paid for, but I think it was a good deal to get the rights to. Well, they'll to definitely it. get people that will subscribe to HBO just because it has friends. Isn't on that it, fun? Which yeah, is no, insane. It is it because no you sense. could because again you could you could buy it on DVD. You could buy it on um, you on probably iTunes. Give it goodwill, those DVDs, right? Probably. Now, I mean, you might not be, be able to get yeah. every season, but yeah, yeah. But you're probably right, yeah. and it wouldn't be. You know, out, outrageous at all. It certainly wouldn't be the fifteen dollars a month you're paying. Right. I mean, it's just. But. I find it interesting that the kids have latched back onto it, and we were kind of highlighting those same things where the the young people, like the junior high, high school, they they grasp something that was maybe thirty years prior, mm-hmm. and it's almost like it's relatable too. It's That's relatable the, yeah. still, which is ironic. But it, I think the interesting thing is like we were saying that in the eighties there was kind of that bump where there was like a weird fifties push. You know, and now we're having a bump for like this weird 80s push. And so maybe 80s, it's just 90s, a natural yeah. cycle yeah. of selection where, you know, there's this 30 year nostalgia that the kids grasp onto. Right. I'm not well, down do, for the mom jeans. I got to say, like, I've drawn the line at that. Right. But, but didn't you say, didn't you say uh, one of your daughters had sort of said, like, you know, kind of alluded to the fact that you weren't aware of this? Or some what? friends. Oh yeah, in general, they, they were kind of like, tell me like yeah, it was like, news, oh, it's, and yeah. I was like, "You do realize I was there for that." Like, yeah, I remember yeah, I when live, it came I out. lived that life kind of. I in, waited for Thursday for the right. next episode. Like exactly. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It, I, maybe kids do it for everything, but they always announce stuff to me like they've discovered it. I'm right. Like, Right. And well, I particularly if something <laughs> something that they perceive as cool because they just assume like, oh, right, my mother yeah. doesn't know what's cool. Or exactly. Like what, don't know what, yeah, they don't know. Like, you know, sure, it's yeah. like and, and what's funny is, is like my parents, you know, I, I mean, they were never those people. I mean, they watch TV and stuff. But my, you know, I don't think there's they're probably not a good example. Like, you know, again, older people that were older than them at that point in time, like grandparents, mm-hmm. they had no inkling, nor would they. Why oh. would why would they? Why would they watch a show about t- you, right. Yeah, why would why would they? But um, and my parents, I don't think we're totally out of touch. But I mean, I can say like, I mean, you know, I consume media like <laughs> watch so right, much yeah. crap. Watch I mean, I know. Yeah, ju- just about everything. So for the most part, I mean, a lot of I mean, recently, though, because of all the streaming, I don't watch a lot of network TV. Right. And if I do, um, I might catch it on Hulu or something. And again, it usually has to be something that I really somebody that I really trust tell me like hey you need to watch this or check it out but you know what's hard you with know? that is like even if somebody does tell you like my my boss tells me to watch Yellowstone all the time oh yeah I I've just, heard of that yeah I would love to like it's all things that I would love it's Kevin Costner it's great right I just don't have the time to well, there's, get another thing started. There, there, where, there is that too. There and is then, that too. like, if you have eight hours of free time, you're just going to knock all that out. Where, well, you, you, you have kids. I mean, you can't yeah, just sit there for you know eight hours. You can't take a whole day to burn no, just to watch no. Yellowstone or whatever it may to, be. But, yeah, but yeah, it is different the way we watch um, today. Like the way the kids watch, they do burn through everything. Yeah. So whereas we had to watch and wait, you know, yeah. we had to wait every week for the one hour show and then it would go away for 10 or 12 weeks. Oh, yeah. The season Summer. would be over. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. And then you would have nothing and you wouldn't yeah. have any idea. Did Ross and Rachel get together? Right. There was a, there was always a cliffhanger for each yeah. season ending. They yeah. have no concept of that. Their cliffhangers, yeah. do they have Is to the switch next episode, to the next yeah. season? You know, yeah. Does it yeah. pause briefly before the next season kicks in? Yeah. But, Which is crazy. And there are there are some shows, I think, on HBO Max that they do the weekly thing. You know, and then when they're on there, they're on there for good. Oh, you know? they so, still run like a series. Yeah, yeah, they don't necessarily drop. Like Netflix is famous for, you know, dropping the whole season series oh, or yes. whatever it is all at once. Yes. So you're in a mad dash to consume it before somebody, you know, uh, whatever spoils it for you or because you're really interested. Whereas uh, HBO, there are some shows that like their own shows 
uh, they definitely they still, still roll out weekly, which yeah. is kind of cool, which I, I actually like. Which I, I, actually I like. followed Shameless on Showtime mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and yeah. they still so, did the yeah, same they thing that, where yeah, they the did weekly episodes. Cable channels. Yeah. You know what's funny is they still would hold it, too. Like, if there was a big weekend, you know, like I, I believe that show came out on Saturday or Sunday night. And then yeah. if it was, like, Super Bowl weekend, they're like, no, we're not going to bother this weekend. We'll just do it next weekend. You know, right. They'd have a blackout date or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's odd. You know, it's yeah, it was different. always, yeah, because it's particularly when you're anticipating it. And, and, you know, like you said, in terms of consumption, it's much easier to sit down and watch a 22-minute sitcom per week For sure. than it would be to watch, you know, again, 50 episodes in one day. Right. And, you know, and so. I think there's something, too, about the weight that the kids don't have now. Like they oh no! Everything is everything is on so demand. Instant, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's what this world is kind of about these days. Is everything oh, is on much. demand? Which, yeah. which on one hand, depending upon what we're talking about, I can't say. Like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. And then on the other hand, like you, I mean, it was there was sort of a charm to it. I mean, even going back to like you know Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero, or Melrose yeah, Place, exactly. or those shows. Yeah. Um, those were, were shows. Weekly. Those were still weekly. Yeah. So those were shows I watched. And same thing. And it was kind of cool because at some point in the game you kind of had your weekly schedule of TV kind of hooked up. You knew yeah. like, oh, well, this is when this show is on, this is when this show is on, or this is when these two shows are on. And you kind of, you know, well, not you, didn't necessarily fill up your week, but you could. You planned you it out to. a little better. Yeah, exactly. It's funny you, you mentioned not, yeah. the VCR, which is just, it, I'm sure most people are like, what's a VCR? What did that <laughs> Right, yeah. Not like a TiVo? Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's just funny, like, you got to think, too, that if you miss the show, that's the thing that my kids can't grasp. Not only did it only come out right. once a week. yeah. But if you didn't see it Thursday at 7 when it came on, you didn't see it. Yeah. Like there was no backup. You couldn't log in and see it later. No, exactly. And it sucked too. I mean, the good news is if you had friends that were like-minded, they would tell you what happened, but it's not the same thing. No. You know, and sometimes and some people, well, there's that. And there's also people that just aren't very good storytellers. So they weave out parts yes. or they, oh, this happened to that guy and he did this or Ross did this and Rachel, and you're like, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to have to wait till reruns when the reruns and, you know, kids, these are what the hell is a rerun, I'm sure. Yeah, so they but, have um, no concept. Yeah. It's really interesting though, too. And, and one of the things I feel like that's missing from that, aside from the, the large numbers, I think they said some crazy number, like 25,000 people per episode were watching. Like no shows pull those oh, kind it was, of numbers. It was, it was 25 million people. I oh think. yeah. Yeah. 25 million. million. Yeah. And they said that but still, uh, no shows pull those numbers anymore. Like two no. million is good for a show now. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you think about you think about that, and you'd probably as a producer, you'd probably think, "Wow, two two million people watch my show, right?" Yeah. But if you think about it, there are YouTube videos that get more views than that. Right. So In it's a like, day. Yeah, right? Exactly. So it's like that's not that great. Two million is not that great. But you know, because like I'll watch shows, and I mean, I don't really. I have a um, a cousin of mine who watches the ratings a lot just mm-hmm. because he's a numbers guy. And, uh, you know, he'll go ahead and pull out stats and tell me things like, you know, oh, Supernatural only had like 1.6 million people and, you know, whatever, only, you know, f- 500,000 or less in the, the, the target demo, the big one where, right. you know, whatever, it's 19 to 44 males because yes. they're probably, you know, buying stuff. Um, so when you, when you put it in those terms, like you say like 400,000 of those people, like, you know, men watching the show. You know that that's I mean that's, that's nothing that compared crazy? to the world to the U.S. population, right. you know, three hundred thirty million or the world's population. That's like how is that even on the air? Right. Well, that's the interesting thing. And you think like back in the day, that was like they called it must see TV. Right. You, know, you had yeah. to see it. Yeah, they, yep. But the other experience you had is on Friday morning when you went to work, you all watched the same show. You all had a collective thing to speak about. Oh yeah, you had the water was, cooler oh talk. Gosh, and did you see yeah. Ross and Rachel? Oh my gosh, can you believe they got together? Like you know, it yeah. was a thing where everybody had the same experience and now there's nothing really that brings people together like that because everybody's watching such a diverse amount of well that's the thing like you said i mean the the um the 
viewership tells you everything. Right. Now, like you said, people get excited about two or three million people or like right. t- seven million to 12 million is like a huge score. Right. But because there's so much content out there and so many streamers and so many cable channels and all of these people, YouTube included, scrambling for available. your attention. There's too many choices where, like you said, you get just overloaded where you just don't want to watch anything. Or you just don't have the time. You don't have the time. Or you kind of just find what you like and you like, I watch things over and over again right, because, yeah. you know, because like getting into a new show, you know, things really, it's really tough. I really, you know, like I said, envy, uh, you know, obviously filmmakers and, and um, you know, TV show producers and whatnot because you really need to grab your audiences quick. And now, you can really make your content really specific yeah. for the most narrowest of groups. Now, if it's super narrow, obviously who's going to advertise because you're like, I don't want to, you know, give you yeah, whatever hundred thousand dollars for a commercial people, yeah. for a whole bunch of nerds. I don't care about, um, you know, and obviously the, the creators of the show would care about that, but you need to have something broad enough. That's going to bring enough eyeballs in. Yeah. And then not only that, but you need to be consistent. You need to go ahead and continue to, to knock it out of the deliver, park. Yeah. And then you've got the the producers on the other side of the network that like Breaking Bad, I think AMC, I don't think this is a secret, are like notoriously cheap. So, you know, they would tell the producers like, hey, we need you to get more eyeballs and even Walking Dead too, um, but with less money. <laughs> it's just like, okay. No, so no you want me to hit, you know, you know, yeah. you know, home runs or grand slams when you're going to cut my budget in half or whatever it may be. So... So um, I don't envy those people, but uh, but I do admire the ones that are able to. And that was one of the things I mentioned going back to Friends was um, the producers were really cognizant of their viewership, and they would they had they had the advantage of uh, filming in front of a live audience, so yes. they, were, they were able to gauge whether or not the jokes that they were telling were good or hitting or not. And obviously, you know, there were cuts and they changed things up and there were writers writing stuff on the fly. They were doing it in time. On like the fly, yeah. On set mm-hmm. during the live taping, they were yeah. changing things, which they was were changing things, which was really cool because you got to think about that pressure, you know, and you've got, and it's not just three of them. There were three main producers, executive producers, but there was a writer's room too. So you see them and they're all huddled down in then the corner of the stage and they're to change the. The words, yeah, or or, or, whatever or whatever it may it be, be yeah. whatever it may be. So, um, but they really, really listened. And um, one of the things that they mentioned, um, it, one of the things that they talked about in, in terms of, of of that that part was, you know, the relationship between uh, Chandler and Monica. Yeah. That originally they had conceived that as, hey, they're going to do it in London, and it'll be like a one-off thing, and we'll yeah, be able like to trickle it off. Stand. It'll be mm-hmm. like one of those funny th- stories. But the audience was so like excited about that possibility, liked it, yeah. And and I, I'm with it too. And I was like, I mean, didn't see it coming at all, really. I mean, they kind of said it, yeah. they kind of teed it up for you a little bit, but you know, but uh, not yeah, where it went. It yeah. But it was almost like you were happy for your friends, just like if you had a group of friends and two of your friends got together, you'd be like, oh, they're perfect for each other. Oh, isn't right. that like that, you know? It, it makes it, sense. It kind of... Like you didn't think about it before, and now when you think about it, you're like, this makes total sense. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So. so one thing that was interesting too is they were saying. Um, you know, everybody wanted them to do a movie. Would you do a right. follow-up? Would you show, like, where are they now? And they said no. They're like, no, right. we wrapped it up where it was. We like how it's tidy. Mm-hmm. We don't want to know the messy part. Like, right. we don't want to know Chandler yeah. Monica got divorced. And, right. Know, well, they did, they, did, failed, they did do some you know? speculation. The, yeah. you know, James Corden was the host. He actually asked the cast members, where do you think your characters were? And most of them, it was all, it was all it was very, very positive, it was very complimentary. Yeah. All mm-hmm. they, you know, again, Ross and Rachel got married. They had kids. You know, again, same with Chandler and Monica. 
um, Phoebe got married to Mike, uh, mm-hmm. Paul Rudd's character, same thing, and she was an advocate for the oh, arts. Joey and, had a sandwich. You know, and Joey, <laughs> yeah, which is actually kind of funny because you remember there was yeah. the spinoff series with Joey where he went to California to pursue yeah. acting, and you know, he didn't open the sandwich shop, but it would it would go hand it in would. hand, you know. Yeah. And that's so funny because I mean, he, he's he. I have a newfound respect for him because he's very funny. He's like, hysterical. He's very funny. I mean, he was, you know, he always played kind of the dumb guy, which I had been told years ago, you know, again, yeah, having here. worked in the industry too, that he was kind of like, I mean, you, you think about these characters, they're probably, they play them so well because they're probably very similar to the right. real people, which right. makes sense. So it's natural for them. They don't have to really act that much. So what I had been told before that he was kind of like, I mean, for lack of better words, kind of a dumb guy. Yeah. Which, which I don't really think is the case. Well, but he's in, super clever. He's no, probably he's like one he's, of the funnier ones. Yeah. I thought he, yeah, he was, he was, and it wasn't one of these things where he's an opposite of what you think, Mm-mm. but he definitely has more of wit and he definitely, he's you quicker know, than I thought. Yeah. He was, um, I was actually pleasantly surprised with some of his comments and stuff. He was actually pretty funny. But, um, but yeah, they're all, I mean, they were, they always talk about, they talked about how perfect the casting was and they had, Jim Burroughs, who's a very big time. Yeah, but they also you know, talked about director. how challenging it was and how hard it was. Oh, to how find to cast. And yeah, like they did that them too. And... Yeah. Well, I gave you some trivia before you right? know, we got on mic, you know, about who got cast first. And, you know, David Schwimmer was the first one to be cast. And then Lisa Kudrow was second. And uh, I think it was um, Matt LeBlanc or Joey was, mm-hmm. was third. It was, and then it was Courtney Cox, uh, Monica, um, and then it was Chandler. You know Matthew Perry and then Jennifer Aniston was actually the last one. Yeah. And they thought that that was going to be, you know, again, they thought, well, they thought that Chandler would be a really easy role to cast. And they realized when well, all the actors that they interviewed or, or you know, auditioned rather, um, they weren't funny. Enough. They weren't funny. Yeah. They just weren't funny. And they thought like, this would be, this, this guy has jokes. Could they how could be you? any funny? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, it, it, it's interesting thing because you think like, you know, I mean, there's obviously the acting and obviously you have to have a gift there to be able to deliver lines and, way. and deliver comic lines. But if you've got great dialogue to work with, you right. think like that's half the battle right there. Right. So to hear, you know, comedy writers say like how challenging that was, that was really eye opening to me. It was more like, than half the battle because they yeah. wrote the clever lines. They just couldn't get in. Well, that's what I mean. I was, yeah. I was really shocked by that to be honest and not, not to take anything away from Matthew Perry. Cause I think, I mean, no, I he's probably know. one of my favorite characters in the show, obviously. So, um, but I was like very surprised. And then Jennifer Aniston, which they, they delved into too was the idea that you know she's kind of this spoiled brat that that she wasn't super likable in the script. right in yeah in the char- in the character herself she's not a likable character because she's very selfish she's you know self super self absorbed spoiled yeah. all of that stuff and they really needed an actor or an actress to to pull off um, something that some you charm. liked she's very charming that you could like despite her flaws right and um and she obviously knocked it out of the park and uh, it was funny two other tidbits that were mentioned that i i wasn't aware of and i'm not i'm not a friends fanatic but i am a fan um that um you know matthew perry was actually cast in another show that they had to kind of wrangle him away from yeah, to do Aniston friends as well. Jennifer Aniston too. And she was actually even more so ingrained in her show. Her show was a little bit more successful, a little farther down a, the line. A little bit. Yeah. And she had pleaded with the, the executive producer and it was funny, of course, you know, kind of the thing that you expect happened. And of course that guy said, he's like, well, you know, I've seen your, that other show, that show's not going to make you famous. <laughs> right. And, then, yeah, exactly. and obviously, you know, it literally it, made you more famous. It than made anything. you more famous. And that, that's Enjoy the other thing. Yeah. The other thing that, uh, that they kind of talked about, how the executive producers were so shocked that you know Marta Kaufman, one of the one of the execs, um, 
you know, was in an airport and she saw like the cast oh, of Friends on every, every magazine. magazine on the on the newsstand, and she's like, "Holy cow! This like, is this is something different. This is a big deal." And even James Burroughs said the same thing to the cast in the first episode. He's, I don't know if he pulled them all aside separately or together, but said this show is really something special and you should gear up and you should support each other and be allies. And this could go sideways really yeah. quick if you guys don't support each other. And, you know, he's luckily they did. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think it's probably one of the first shows. I think there was a lot of things involved in it, but one of the first shows where the whole cast got together and stuck, stood their ground for yeah. um, money. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you there know, was the that. That was, money. that was a big deal. That was, that cause was I remember a, that. That was like a yeah. network yeah. big deal. That was no a, show had ever come to that before. Yeah. Where they were making, um, uh, individually a million dollars an episode i right. mean they saw the value they knew it was a huge deal they but knew advertisers they... were clamoring to advertise with them so it was it was justified oh for but sure but that they wanted it was did a big it deal. as a group they did it as a group yeah part. usually yeah usually it's actors, one or, yeah. it's mine mine yeah. mine and get me get me get me or i don't care what yeah. he gets i or want I'm, it all i'm jennifer aniston i'm probably the more popular one of all the cat cast yes, or whatever you, you know, you know that type of stuff yeah so um yeah the other thing that they did touch on which um which was minor, but it was interesting. Was the idea that you know they had, James Corden had asked if any of the cast members had had any off-screen romances? Ooh, the shenanigans! So yeah, so it was, it was funny. And the only one they really touched on was um, you know Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer, and that they they were like, all it was it was known life. it was yeah. known that they had a huge crush on each other, but they never acted on it because they did have significant others at different points. They had in time. poor timing. So yeah. the first kiss, and they even talked about it before. Uh, it actually happened. They said, wouldn't it be funny if our first kiss is going to be on national TV? And it was. Which it was. Yeah. So, which was which was kind of interesting. And then they Makes answered it all the more special. It. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And, and, and the, the other point they brought up was the, the whole idea of support. If they had done, you know, if they had hooked up and then it had gone south. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could have derailed the show For immediately. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure one or the other was that I want off this show. I can't right. see my ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend every day who I no longer like. Or make her leave. Or yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. and there have been shows that have been able to stomach it and muscle it, but it's not the same. It's never no, the same. It so it doesn't really work. So, uh, and then the other ultimate question everybody always asks, you know, you know, were they on a break? And, and all the cast members unanimously said, yes, yes they were on a break. There was, yeah. there's no, uh, no animosity there. It was actually, it was actually funny. It was very cute. Very well done. I liked yeah. it. And then they had the, you know, kooky uh, fashion show with Cara Delevingne and weird. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cindy Crawford and Justin Bieber. And yeah. so, and then there were um, obviously guest appearances by, uh, you know, uh, Maggie Wheeler who yeah. played Janice, Janice. and. Um, Elliot Gould and Christina Pickles, who were the Gellers, the yeah, parents. Yeah, they um, were adorable. So, uh, it was so, nice yeah. to see everybody. Yeah, it's definitely, if you're a Friends fan, it's definitely worth watching. It's about an oh, hour and a half. yeah. And there are a couple of extras, too, um, like three or four videos that are support videos. That we were, were surprised. Really like, there was mm -hmm. a couple bits in there. Like, I didn't know that Ross and Rachel were, like, angsty in real life. And yeah. yeah there's little tidbits that were yeah, nice there were definitely Yeah, there were definitely things in there that, uh, some things I knew and some things that were confirmed, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, but it was a good time. Any other... Closing thoughts on the Friends reunion available on HBO Max, not a sponsored podcast. Unless they want to be. Um, no, it was yeah. awesome. I, I think that this reunion idea is great. Like, I really mm -hmm. support it. It's very nice to see kind of everybody get back together. I yeah. think, get you know, the band all these back big together. shows. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, have, have these reunion shows. I think it's nice. So yeah, for sure. And, and now that they have an, you know, an audience and they've got younger people watching the show and stuff yeah. and they probably have questions too and want to see what these people look like and interact and, you know, where they're, where they're currently at, you know, in life, what have you. Definitely so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a value there yeah. for everybody. Thanks, so. HBO. 
Yeah, thanks, HBO. Uh, with that, we will uh, conclude another episode of Fresh New Hell, Common People Discussing Uncommon Ideas. Again, my name is Frost with my co-host, Mary. And as always, please subscribe and join our community. We do drop new content every Monday. Be sure to rate us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us at freshnewhell.com, uh, where you can leave us a voicemail. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Um, yeah, you know what? Stay gold.